Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. My name is Shay Ryan Douglas, and in this series, we explore community connection, optimal human potential, and transformational collective growth through inspiring stories and conversations with a diverse range of people who are working towards positive change in the world. This is really exciting, and I hope you enjoy this episode. To get the full video versions of all the interviews on this podcast, please visit earthheroestv.com and I'd greatly appreciate it if you took the time to like, share and subscribe. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's um, Shay Ryan Douglas here from the Earth Heroes TV platform and I'm joined with Alex Tyson. Um, really exciting conversation. I've just recently um, got in touch with Alex through um, my sister Kira, who's good friends with him. And Alex is also, the, more importantly, the CEO um, of a health and well-being company that is um, scaling in a big way, I hear, um, <laughs> over the last few years. So thanks for joining us, Alex. I'm really keen to jump into this conversation around health and also even more so around um know entrepreneurial business journeys um, that is in alignment with supporting humanity's you know well-being collectively and and also individually more importantly because um, we're going to dive into you know what business it is that you are the CEO of what that looks like you know and I'm I'm really keen to explore you know some of the challenges that you faced um, in order to get you where you are now but also um, what it takes to be able to cultivate uh, an environment uh, for a business and a team to be able to be on the same vision, on the same path, and have collective values that is going to um, not necessarily just benefit one individual, but benefit a collective community. So excited for this conversation. Thanks for joining us, man. Mate, what a kickoff. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. So basically, um, you've gone through a bit of a rebrand recently, I hear, with the found space and the saunas. Maybe you just want to share a little bit around what um, the main focus of your business is. I, I'm curious as well because um, you've been on pretty passionate health journey, um, particularly with you know uh, the, the hydration piece, the nutrition piece, but also looking at you know ways that we can cleanse our body through fasting, and and that's where I assume the the sauna has become a really valuable tool to assist on that journey so maybe you want to share a little bit about your journey and um, what's brought you to where you are today yeah absolutely so I guess I'll start where we are now uh, my company's called found space we specialize in uh, infrared saunas and and health education we essentially help recreate the home space to better serve our well-being and that's where we are now and and that's kind of where we're going but we used to be called iHealth Saunas and um, it was a, a business that my parents started. And right from the moment when I got involved in the business, I said, guys, we ain't selling saunas. <laughs> like we're helping people with their health, you know, and that really inspired me. You know, I would read testimonials back from people and they were using our saunas and their lives were changing. In some cases, they were really in a bad place and even still to today we work with some people who are dealing with some serious health issues and they use our sauna and and they they help heal and improve their quality of life 
so right from the start I, I i was that was kind of where i was at you know like i didn't want to be working with my parents if they were selling roof tiles or anything like <laughs> it was the health side of it that i loved and so fast forward to today and when we rebranded at the end of last year it was to really to double down on that yes infrared sauna is the core of what we do but it's so much more than that and and found space our brand now allows us to expand and to be able to do more and ultimately to help more people in in bigger ways at the moment we we do sauna and we give people tailored sessions on how to use it different temperatures and times and oils and other ways you can kind of get the most out of your sauna session but then people using sauna start to feel better and they start to want to learn about other things that they can do in their health and wellness and that's why we have um, our podcast and that's why we have a lot of educational videos online to help people learn about the other areas of their health that that perhaps could improve upon or, or, or change or work on to achieve high levels of health and so found space now allows us to do that as we as we grow into other countries and um, go around the world it allows us to be much more than just an infrared sauna company that's huge man yeah thanks for sharing i, I love that um, rebranding to expand to not just like be a product but actually you know add a lot of value through the education of allowing people and their families to go through a transformation feels like we're in a you know such a a moment of collective transformation in human history you know there's so much that is unraveling before our eyes and um you know having these tools and having these um these functional systems such as a sauna that is um necessary in order for us to go through that journey of healing how do how do you really like bring that into the brand to you know focus on other areas i guess you're adding more value by adding educational um, content and um, you know really great conversations through podcasts but what is it from you know a a buyer's perspective that they're they're choosing to, you know, go down this path with you guys and it seems, you know, you're really positioning yourself in a way that, that, you, that you are giving them tremendous amount of um, support in that process. But I'm, I'm just curious as to, you know, how, how, how you can be best of service to these people um, by, you know, essentially purchasing a sauna but going, going further than that, you know, expanding the, the reach through, what what you're offering so what does that take yeah absolutely great question you know we talk about the sauna really being a catalyst for people it's like the first part of the journey now now people might come and they might have some mental health challenges going on or maybe they want to reduce um, some sort of chronic pain or chronic inflammatory condition that they're dealing with maybe they want to improve their sleep and the infrared sauna really addresses some of those kind of fundamental challenges people are having through the way that they work on the cardiovascular system, on the nervous system, etc. And what we find is that when people start to use sauna regularly, they they start to just have this elevated level of vitality, right? And I'm talking like three or more times a week, you know, like using the infrared sauna is like going to the gym. If you go once a week, probably not going to experience what you want to um, and get to where you want to get to perhaps. Um, so you start using the sauna regularly and, and it acts as this catalyst, this powerful kind of tool. And, and that is kind of where the snowball starts. People want to learn a little bit more 
at found space we talk about the fundamentals of health right so we talk about hydration we talk about nutrition we talk about movement we talk about sleep talk about sunshine talk about reducing stress in our life because stress will undo all of the good we're doing in all of those other areas you know and that's where we start to get those pillars of education into people and and start to help them build the rituals in their life because achieving a high level of health or just experiencing good health generally it's because we have rituals in our life that have gotten us to to that point right i often say i wrote a book recently and and i i probably harped on about it a bit too much but i said like we right now are an expression of every choice and decision that we made in our life up until this point. And our health is the same, right? So if we want to change the way that we're feeling and we want to, you know, improve something or, or, or have less of this, whatever it might be, then we need to change the rituals that we're doing. We need to change the daily actions that we're taking every single day um, to, to be somewhere different, right? So whatever we're dealing with at the moment is a result of the actions and the choices we've been making up until this point. And so people start to use sauna. It's this powerful catalyst in their life. It's addressing so many areas of their health. They start to feel better. Then it's a matter of, okay, cool. Now let's build a real ritual around that sauna use. And then let's look at the other fundamental areas of health where we can also change some rituals. And it might be real simple. It might just be like carrying a water bottle around with you all day because you're aware that maybe you could be drinking some more water, right? Or maybe it's like changing that coffee ritual into like a medicinal mushroom ritual, perhaps, right? Much easier on the nervous system or on the adrenals, right? So that's kind of where we come in at the moment and where we're working on uh, a lot at the moment in in developing is those fundamental products that we can have in our home that address those areas as well. So people are coming to us with a real challenge of like, Alex, like, I'm just, my sleep sucks. You know, I'm getting like six hours a night and I'm waking up and I've got to go pee. It's like, cool. All right. Well, sauna is going to help with that, but there's some other things that we can be doing and we can be changing in the home space. Mm It's ultimately like the home space is what influences so much of our health because we're in it all the time. (laughs) Uh, What are the other things we can change in that home space to really address that? And that's kind of, that's where our real development and focus is at the moment. Yeah. Nice, man. That's fantastic. And um, I'm really excited to, to go into this because I'm curious to hear what, you know, your journey has been on a personal level in, ter- in relation to your health and if there's been any catalyst or maybe perhaps what your biggest challenge has been um, in, in relation to health that <clears throat> has set you on this journey to get you where you are now. But before we do that, I just wanted to thank everyone who's tuning in now and, and listening into this conversation Um, It will be live on Spotify, but you can also um, watch the free video on YouTube. Um, Just, yeah, just want to ask that if you you do find this valuable, this conversation with Alex, um, feel free to share it with your friends and um, just let them know about what found space really is. So curious, Alex, what was, um, you know, what's your journey been like with your health? Has it been always perfect doing lots of saunas or have you you know had any challenges or or what has been you know a big catalyst for you to to really go down deeper into this path yeah you know it hasn't always been perfect (laughs) i think our generation it's pretty hard to be born with a perfect state of health right and then you you grow up in popular culture as i did and you know the the things that you end up consuming and and partaking in are Mm. not optimal for human health at all 
right? So now that being said, I didn't have detrimental health issues. I got to my early 20s and I had gastrointestinal issues. Like, man, I would I'd go out for dinner with some friends and then like I would be in pain holding in all of this gas and bloating, right? right. And like, and I'd get home and it'd be like so nice because I could just release all this and it was horrible. Like, but it's not, it's not the end of the world, but it was something I always kind of dealt with, you know? So I had that going on, but actually the real catalyst for me was like twofold. I got to grow up um, in this sort of business from around when I was like 14 or 15, you know? And from that age, I was seeing sick people all the time, right? Because we had a sauna at home <laughs> in the early days and people would come home to use the sauna. And wow. uh, they would always be in similar kind of shapes, like they'd be in chronic pain. They, they didn't look very energetic and they just didn't look excited to be alive, you know. <laughs> and they'd use the sauna and then they'd walk out and they'd always have a bit of a glow and they'd look a bit happier and better. And I learned over time talking to my parents and, and eventually starting to work with these people personally as I started being more involved in the business that they were making similar choices in their day-to-day -day life in the things that they ate the alcohol that they drank, the coffee that they consumed, the lack of sleep that they were getting, the stress that they had in their lives, the fact that they perhaps weren't doing what they really loved, right? And I was just seeing the end result of that, the end result of living in that way for like 40 years seemed, according to my young brain, like I was going to end up in chronic pain and whatever. So I was seeing these sick people all the time. And then the second part of that is my dad was always the business guy my mum was always the one into health and as much as mum preached to my dad he, he never looked after himself and over the last six years I've had to watch dad decline into dementia and you know the the way that he lived his life was kind of drinking too much never slept well chronic stress like I'm like he was so stressed all the time and I love him because all he wanted to do was provide for us, but he worked every freaking day, man, like every day. And I, I like some hard work, but it was, it was over the top. And so the link between those three things and Alzheimer's is now very clear. And again, it was just another reminder to me of the way that we live our lives has a massive impact over the quality of our life toward the end of life, right? And so for me, that was enough. You know, that coupled with my gastrointestinal issues, I was like, I got to do something here. You know, I, it just, there was just this calling. Like I was going to uni studying mechanical engineering and after a year and a quarter, I just left, you know. Wow. I was like, I got to work in this health space and I got to heal myself. And that was when I started, you know, getting into into veganism and and getting up early in the morning, going for walks, you know, activating body what a beautiful thing mm -hmm. can't believe i hadn't done that for 21 years up until that point you know started getting yeah. my sundays back because i wasn't hung over all the time you know all this kind of yeah. stuff started in the early 20s and and kind of nice. kicked off from there oh that's cool man and i'm curious if that's like a common theme with a lot of families you know um i'm really grateful my father he's been you know recently in the last few years really on that health journey and, and made that big switch but a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know if their parents are still together or even if they're separate you know it seems the male um, kind of masculine conditioning to, to hold it all together and um, you know try and 
put on a brave face and and be really strong but which is very kind of um hidden in a way um has this um unfolding detrimental effect ultimately to their well-being and to their life and yeah that's it's really interesting is your dad is your father still alive yeah he's still alive yeah so he's he's being in in a in a home for the last year and a half now yeah mm. And yeah, yeah, to your point, it's it's a real. I mean, the, mm, I was going to say it's generational, and and it kind mm. of is. That being said, there are still a lot of people in our generation who are, have those beliefs. Um, again, because they're modelling their their parents, and oh, that's how dad did it. I guess that's how I need to do it. Um, yeah, that all happens on a subconscious level, mind you. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, I do. I do see less of that in our in our generation, which is a good thing. But yeah, I mean, and and to their to their credit, like they they wanted to provide for their family mm. because yeah. that was something that more often than not they didn't get from their parents. Like it was hard for their parents to provide for them because they're going through wars and depressions, right? And so for my dad, I know there was nothing more important than him feeling like he provided for his family. I'm forever grateful for that and I love him so much for that. Um, and now I have the opportunity to kind of heal through that and like, yep, it's a no- yeah, absolutely, I'll provide for my family and absolutely I'm going to try my best to be more open and loving and, and grateful and just kind of and, and vulnerable, right? Mm. Sometimes I, I feel like I'm too vulnerable even with my team at work, you know, but to me that's yeah. important because I'm trying to break these old molds of like, CEO guy like knows the way we're going and this is how we need to do it it's like I, I don't think that's necessary anymore you know yeah nice man and that, that's what, that was kind of where I was going with the next question is I'm curious to hear how you navigate that space as kind of in a position of you know leadership of an organization um, and you know someone who people look up to to make decisions and even eventually maybe one day um, in, you know into fatherhood um, who becomes the, the, the leader of a family. Um, what, what, what's your suggestions on what it takes to be, you know, a really competent leader in, in today's uh, business world, but also just applying that to, to life in general? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I, I talk about this a, a fair bit. I find it interesting asking people what to them like true leadership is. Mm. Um, one thing that comes up often is like authenticity you know, uh, but then I question, okay, so what does authenticity mean to you? You know, I think it's, and, and I don't have all the answers here, right? Um, sure. For me, I, I, I think that vulnerability is a really important piece there um, and honesty and, and, and like that openness mm-hmm. and that, that ability to say, you know what, I actually don't know, Yeah. you know, and that, that's something I've really kind of come to terms with and, and grown um, more into that space, especially over the last 12 months, because, you know, our business has gone through quite literally 40% growth year on year for the last three and a half years now. Wow. Right. And, and so, yeah, when I took over the business, we had 10 full-time team and uh, we sold like 500 saunas in a year. Last year we sold over a thousand you know, we have 25 full-time team across Australia and New Zealand now. We opened in New Zealand the other day. Nice. And, one, and, and so one thing in the last 12 months, I just really, as I had more and more people 
like kind of looking up to me and I'm the leader of this team and everything, just having the ability to actually be okay with not knowing. And, mm. and, and oftentimes I, I do feel like I know, but also like having the ability to, to get other people in on, you know, some things that I'm not sure about or things that we're working on. But that ability to be like, you know what, I'm actually not sure <laughs> and I'll go and give it some thought and we can work on it together, you know, um, getting out of my own way on that. Like I have some of the most incredible minds in Australia, it feels like, working on the Found Space team, you know, and empowering them. And sometimes maybe I empower them too much and there's like, Alex, like, can you, can you help us out here, mate? But I really like encourage that and, and encourage the team to be themselves you know, mm. and, and to be perfect in all their imperfection, you know, N no one has all the answers. No one knows everything and no one can be great at everything. Um, and so kind of accepting that um, in myself and then, and then in the team, you know, yeah, we make mistakes. Like we're growing, we're, we're all kind of learning and we're all on this same kind of journey of, of health and trying to achieve higher levels of, of being, if you will. Mm -hmm. on the team so it's just kind of accepting people as they are and yeah um, and yeah i guess knowing when to when to step in and step out if that makes sense yeah nice man that's a, that's a beautiful story and, and also to hear the growth that you've had with the business as well um i'm curious in in that respect you know what what has been one of the, the strategies that you've implemented as you know obviously um as a leader you you've done very well to be able to hear other people and get their perspective and get gain feedback i always say that you know feedback is love even though it's hard to receive mm. it takes you know character and humility to kind of alchemize that feedback which may be negative and turn it into a positive mm. um but for, for you to have that you know tremendous amount of growth in such a short time is there any um any strategies that you've implemented that have enabled the brand to have more coherence um mm. And, and also the team to have a little bit more like same similar vision so that, that there's this shared kind of wavelength amongst everyone to kind of um, have a belief in what they're working towards. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the number one thing is culture. And what do mm -hmm. I mean by culture? I don't just mean like on every Friday afternoon we play ping pong at one o'clock. <laughs> I mean, although that is also like those kind of fun little business games are fun. But no, what I mean by culture is, is like, what is our purpose as a business? Yeah. And our purpose at Found Space is to create a healthier world, right? And so when I, as we're bringing on team and, and, and getting more people involved, having them understand what that meant to us, Mm -hmm. um, and to the business was critically important. And, and on top of that, having people who believed that that's truly what we we're here to do, right? When I took over the business, we were just a traditional business and it was lacking that. Um, and now you walk into found space and you can feel there's that collective like, oh, we're, we're kind of changing the world here. And obviously we're not changing the world, but there's that, that bigness to what we're doing. And there's that alignment in, in where we're going. Like we're creating a healthier world. We're really like helping people change. You know, mm -hmm. people are coming to us with debilitating health challenges and they're coming out the other end 
empowered right. and in a better state than they've been in a long time. And so getting the team to really believe in that mm-hmm. was the number one most important piece. Because if you're building a business and say you've got five people on the team and just one of them just is kind of like, ah, oh, I don't really care. I'm just kind of like doing this job, right? That would just cause speed bumps every step of the way. Yeah. And trust me, I went through that <laughs> and it's hard. And trying to grow and expand and create this and, and manifest what you kind of know is there is really hard when there isn't that, that belief, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of long-term future, this is where we're going, this is where we're heading. And, and I think it's really cool and everyone else here thinks it's really cool. And so if you don't think it's cool, then maybe this isn't going to work, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And, and what you said, like really celebrating the successful wins and the transformations and um, the service that, that and the impact that you have on these people's lives. I think that's the really key, man. That's so, so good because it becomes like that becomes the ritual and the reminder of the for the team and the business to to be like, yes, like we've really helped these people. We've helped to transform their lives, and that then ripples out and becomes you know. Um, kind of the goal as you proceed with other other clients so that's yeah fantastic. exactly i mean even in it we have a meeting every monday with the entire team mm-hmm. and the first thing we do it well we have an icebreaker question just because it's a fun way to start the week second thing we do is each week there's a person on the team who's who has picked the previous week they have to share a, a story as to how we've helped someone and how we've helped create a healthier world um, the previous week or as to how we've created a complete and remarkable customer experience. And that just like brings us back in like, oh, that's why we do what we do, you know, because yes. that person had an amazing story or that person had a great experience or that didn't go well and then we did this and it fixed it and in fact it was even better, you know. So um, r- like bringing that home every week is really important. Yeah, I love that, man. That's so, so important. So I'm curious, like your team sounds like it's expanded and you got, you know, big visions for the future. What, what, what do you hope to achieve, you know, in the next five to 10 years and, and you know, what impact do you want to be having on, on the world? Are you going to expand? You said over to New Zealand, but has it gone across the world? I'm curious what, you, what your vision is for the business. Yeah, absolutely. So we opened in New Zealand, like quite literally last week. Um, so that was the first time nice. I've ever opened a business in another country congratulations yeah well done yeah thanks man yeah um check it out Um, (laughs) but that was a really kind of like everything we've been doing it was a real learning experience and there's still so much that we'll be learning in in opening in another country you know which was um it's quite fascinating to be able to go through that experience you know and so beyond new zealand um the reason or one of the many reasons we chose to go to New Zealand first was um, test and measure, right? As you do in business, you know, you implement mm-hmm. something and then you want to test it and measure it and then you want to make any adjustments before going back and doing it again. So uh, for the last several years, every element of our business, we've worked on being scalable, right? So we created a scalable sales process. We created a scalable operations process. Um, we created a scalable installation process for our product and we needed to prove that that was all scalable um, prior to going to another country. So now that we did all that, it was like, okay, it's time for us to prove that this is scalable 
within countries, not just within mm. states, you know. Yeah, nice. And so New Zealand was the logical next step. Um, so we went there. So beyond that, yes, uh, we're looking to other countries, um, you know, possibly the states um, as the next place to go. Um, there's a, I mean, in terms of infrared sauna, it's the biggest infrared sauna industry in the world. So there's that, that kind of side of it. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's more around like, how can we get our message out to as many people as possible? You know, I run a podcast called Finding Space with Alex Tyson. And if someone just comes across that podcast, has a listen and get something from it, and then they never engage with us again, but they got one thing from that podcast, like our mission is complete. Like I'm totally happy, right? If they buy sauna, great, but that's not, that's not what it's about, you nice. know? And so beyond selling saunas in New Zealand and America, it's about um, getting that, that message out there in terms of more physical stuff. Like I said, where we're looking at helping recreate people's home spaces, you know, unfortunately the space that we spend a lot of our time in now that more and more people are working from home um, isn't really set up for optimal health and well-being. Yeah. Um, and, and nor are the things that we interact with in our home and our day to day. Uh, and so that's where we're focusing at the moment. So we may be in other countries, but it may not be just about sauna. I can't kind of give too much away, but um, for yeah, sure, man. the sauna is really just kind of the, the kickboard as to, as to where we're going. And um, as we, that's so cool. Yeah. I love it, man. I'm just going to pull it up on the banner here for those who are watching the live video or watching the replay, go and check out the website foundspace.com.au to go and learn a little bit more about what Alex is doing, what the community is doing, how they're really empowering people and, and bringing in, you know, a healthier home as he talked about. So mm. these infrared saunas, man, I, I kind of want to get one. So I'll be definitely checking out the website for sure. Sounds awesome. <laughs> we also got a couple of people tuning in saying, I want a sauna. Um, oh, yeah. Health rituals are important. That's so good. Um, it's Kira tuning in there. That's awesome. But I'm curious, man, normally I always ask this question to all of my guests, but, um, you know, we're talking about creating a healthier world, as you mentioned. And I'm curious as to, because it seems that having that intention implies that we don't have a healthy world, right? So what does it take for the world and what would the world look like if we were fully empowered, fully enlightened, fully embodied in our optimal health? What kind of world would we be experiencing in that space? Oh, I don't even know if we would need this 3D reality to exist anymore because we'd be pretty enlightened, I think, in that space. <laughs> but sure. in, some, in, in something that is quite tangible, you know, I think regularly uh, my partner, Kristen, and I, my fiance, I should say, actually, um, we have been eating mostly raw foods for the last two and a bit years now. Nice. And through going through that, we have like no rubbish, man. Like, mm. like none. Like in a week, we'll get like, like an eight-liter bucket will be like half full, right? Because <laughs> unfortunately, there's some plastics that you can't recycle and whatever. Yeah. Sometimes I just think like, man, um, and, and the journey isn't for everyone. And I'm not, I'm not preaching here, but I think, wow, like imagine if more and more people just ate like that as an example of one little thing which could have a massive impact. Yeah, I think overall, like what does the world look like if we're at these high levels of health? I think there's just more contentment, you know, and there's more opportunity for people to come from a place of love. 
you know, my experience in, in getting healthy or healthier, it's an impossible, you can't get to the top of the mountain, I don't think. But <laughs> my experience is every time I, I kind of shifted a level up through, through changing my rituals, you know, I started putting cleaner food in or exercising or whatever it was. Every time I did that, I felt like there was a bit of like baggage that I let go and I, it was easier for me to come from a place of, of love you know, and I, mm-hmm. I, I really kind of feel that, you know, and so in a world where, where we have healthier rituals, we're not bombarded with all of this kind of advertising and nonsense that we are, and there's less noise and we're not on social media as much. So we're probably in a better headspace, you know, in that kind <laughs> of world, I think there's more of an opportunity for like deeper connection and yep. an ability to really come from our, our heart more and, and judge less and, and be more present. Um, that's certainly like, that's certainly what I feel from my experience. Yeah, that's huge, man. That's really potent share and that'll be a beautiful world to be in, you know, more heart opening, heart sharing, heart connections. Uh, yeah, I really love the sound of that kind of a world. And it seems that it's coming into manifestation, you know, slowly but surely and eventually it seems like the inevitable um, like granted what you shared around what you, you guys are doing in terms of going helping people transform their home space and that, that is essentially working from the inside out in a way although it's it's you know also going deeper within them to go through this journey of doing the sauna and then they you know realize wow they're having this breakthrough moment and and exploring what's really going on in an internal landscape and having these mental health shifts from the sounds of it, from having the sauna experience. And, and then it's like working from the inside out, which is essentially what I feel needs to happen to move, to move forward. And, and we could probably all agree, looking at the current state of the world, we could definitely do with some massive transformations. So, um, yeah, man. And I love that. I, I, I totally agree. It's that it's, it's doing the work from the inside out. You know, I was reading uh, an author I love, Paul Farini, just last night and just a great reminder of like whatever's going on internally and and in here is exactly what we're going to see out there. Right. And so if, if we've got internal bullshit and judgment and shame and guilt, that is going to show up in the people that we meet and and the connections that we have outside. It's even going to show up in our physical environment, you know, and it's when we change that inner, in a perception and what's happening on the inside that it changes on the outside the same way that I believe the way that we perceive ourselves is the way that the earth mother earth shows up for us. You know, there's a lot of inner hate and, and shame in the world and it shows up in the state of the actual earth itself, not being in the best form, you know? So I, I do think it's a, that real inner and outer kind of dynamic there. Yeah, man, that's that's a powerful perspective, and and um, I definitely resonate with what you were saying there in terms of, you know, as above, so below; as within, so without. And it's a beautiful reminder that that we can have take responsibility in our own choices in our own lives, and that will have a big impact on our environment, on our, um, you know, on our circles, on our relationships, and and on the world. So. That's fantastic, um, Alex. I'm really grateful for your time to join us today. 
Um, just curious if you had anything else that you wanted to share before we wrap it up today. Um, if you anything you want to feel is relevant. Um, no, I, I like what we're spoken about. You know, I, I, I think, I think ending on that piece right there. And that is that like the internal work is, is where it is, you know, that that's the real work mm. <laughs> and it's so easy. And, and I talk from personal experience here, you know, it's so mm -hmm. easy to, to, to dance around that inner work, you know, or to yeah. distract from engaging it. Yeah. And it's when we have the courage to go deep and go inside and, and, and look for that little piece of light that's within us. And sometimes it's complete darkness. Mm -hmm. that is that's where the work uh, really is you know and if i was to bring it back to sauna um the businessman <laughs> business coming out <laughs> yeah that, if i was to bring it back to sauna that was actually the reason why we chose the name found space because mm -hmm. when people are in sauna they find space for themselves and within that space that's where the work happens and that's where the change and the transformation comes from so um, that was why we went with the name in the end. Boom, man. That's powerful. I love the name and I love the message. Thanks a lot for your time, Alex. Um, thanks to those who are tuning in and listening to this or watching the video. Uh, if you want to become a member of our exclusive um, conscious media platform, Earth Heroes TV, just go to earthheroestv.com. We'd love to see you in the community. Otherwise, Alex, I want to thank you once again, man, and um, wish you all the best, brother. Take care, eh? Right back at you, bro. Thank you. See you, man. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this series. And if you'd like to listen to the full episode and get more conscious content online, tune into our online video platform at earthheroestv.com. Hope you have a great day, guys, and a huge love from me, and see you next time.